Welcome to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. A show designed to help you discover your true identity in Christ. You have a purpose, and it's our desire to see it fulfilled through the powerful love of our Savior Jesus Christ. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad you're tuning in today. It, Vanessa's here. What? I'm here today. Yay! <laughs> you know, it's such a joy when you're here, Vanessa. And last week, you kind of dropped a little bomb on us and told us that, you know, know. some things are changing for you here in the near future. And so you're not going to be able to join us every week. I'm holding out. You'll pop in from time to time. If you'll have me, I would love to pop in from time to time. I just It's seasons, seasons of our lives. And we were talking about that a little bit before the show. You know, we just have to just embrace exactly where the Lord has called us in that particular season. And it's different and it's but it's exciting too. So yeah. I'm excited about what, where the Lord's taking me. So I am excited about where the Lord is taking you too. And, you know, I love to be a witness. I am a witness, sister. Yes. I am in the in the kingdom of God witness plan. Uh, you know, what is that called when you, I guess you the go into hiding? The witness protection program. That's it. I'm <laughs> not in hiding. I am in full view witnessing all that God is doing in other people's lives. Yes. And it just brings me so much joy to watch God move. And so I'm celebrating mm, you, you where you're going. This isn't her last program, so we'll get to celebrate her a little bit more in a couple of weeks. But I'm glad you're here today. Tim is out. And I know, we I saw that in the Megan. studio. Megan is Yay, here. Megan. We're happy you're here, Megan. Could you just say hi to the folks? Hi. <laughs> she's so cute. She acts like she's shy, but let me just tell you something about Megan. She's a firecracker. Woo! I love me a firecracker. But you can tell she's just very, I don't know, humble yes. and reserved and so kind. Yes. Yes, kindness is all over her. So you got you got it. You all heard from her? Or hi, she's running the board today, which is a whole lot of pressure. And I know she's going to do great. She's done this a couple of times for us. And we're always happy to have you here, Megan. So thanks for helping out. <laughs> she was nodding. Giggling. Yeah, she's giggling and nodding. So. <laughs> well, listen, you know, we are a live program and you're listening from all over the world right now. So wherever you are at in the world, we give you a big shout out and tell you Jesus He is on the move throughout all of the nations of the world. God has got you. Whatever you're going through today, God is at work in ways that you cannot see. And I don't, I don't know where you're at. If you feel like you're under it and you can't see a way out, you just hold on to God because there is a miracle coming. God has promised to deliver us. He said he would restore us. And I am expecting God to move and do something powerful 
powerful in your life. And, and if that's you and he does, we would love to hear your testimony about the good things that God has done for you. You can text that in to 936-931-7770. And if you're outside the country, just put a one in front of that. Send us something on WhatsApp or, or shoot us a message on social media platforms. We would love to hear from you. Today's program, we're going to continue in the thread that we've been in the past couple of weeks. We've been answering listener questions, which is always fun because they throw you some curveballs on occasion. Yes, Charlana was sharing some of the questions that we're going to be tackling and unpacking today. And I thought, whoa, man, these are some tough ones. Some of them will be a little easier to answer, but some you have to dig some scriptures out. And, you know, that just really says something great. I, first of all, love your questions. Thank you so much for sending them in. And, and thank you for causing uh, iron to sharpen iron and having to dig into the scriptures to find the, the answers to those questions. Because guess what? They're there. They're there. They, you know, my mother, my 91-year-old mother today, she reads her Bible all the time. Last night, I got home from church, and she had her biblical maps out, and was just going over all those maps, and it blesses my heart so much. But she said today, she closed her Bible up, and she looked at me, and she said, everything we need is there. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And, and it true. is. But you don't know it if you don't open it. That's true. If you don't seek it out. You know, there's a scripture, I believe that it is in Proverbs, it might be in Psalms, but it says it's the glory of kings. No, wait a minute. So to the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search it out. Mm. In other words, we should be people who search out a matter in the word of God. Go and see what the Bible has to say about it. You know, that's a wonderful thing to say because I cannot tell you how many times I have had people come up to me and tell me things that their pastor or a leader or a friend said about something in the Bible and they held it so tight as the truth and then I had to say to them, I am so sorry. Oh, goodness. But I don't think there's any scriptural context to what you're sharing with me right now (laughs) and it just really... You can't just take anybody's word for it. That's what right. you said is so true. Find the scriptures for yourself. Search them out. And God says, when you seek me, you'll find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And I just I just think that that little scavenger hunt is worth the time. It is. And I can't tell you how many times that I've asked a question and then just had this electric thought in my heart sometimes even Bible references where I go and look it up or a single word, I go and look it up. It's exactly what I need it. Exactly. So we have to trust God, but we have to ask the question, right? That's or we right. have to open the book. One or the two. Well, we're going to dive into a pretty deep question here. When this came actually from Susie Lemon, big shout out to Susie. Love you, Susie. She and her bonus mother, uh, they had this question, Kay Lemon, and they wanted to know 
what was the difference between when you die, do you go to heaven? Why does the Bible say that the dead in Christ will rise? Does that mean that your soul comes back into your body and your body gets raised up at the time that Jesus, you know, steps out on the cloud and calls everyone home? All of those scriptures. And and so I thought, well, girl, you just didn't have to give me the toughest one in the Bible to answer on such short notice, too. But you know what? The Bible tells us exactly the answer to that. It comes out of 2 Corinthians 5.8, Philippians 1.23, and Luke 23.43. Now, we don't have time to go and read all of that scripture, but let me just summarize it really quick. When a believer dies before the rapture, his body goes into the grave and falls asleep. But his soul does not sleep. His soul goes to paradise. And and interestingly enough, another listener had the question. She wanted to know the difference between the soul and the spirit. So here's the difference between the soul and the spirit. The soulish realm of the man is the mind, the will, and the emotions, And if you could look at yourself in a mirror and just kind of see yourself, obviously we have a body and we have a soul and we have a spirit. The spirit is the very center of us and our spirit is created in the image of God, right? Because God is spirit. And so the soulish realm of the man is like I said, the mind, the will, and the emotions and the soul is what we have to get under control, right? Vanessa, we need some soul control. Oh, yes. Because our mind, if our mind is not, you know, we, excuse me, we have the mind of Christ, right? We've been given the mind of Christ. But if we don't buffet our mind, like Paul said, take every thought captive and bring it into the obedience of Christ Jesus, then our mind will take us all over the place. It'll, it'll drag our spirit everywhere. But if we train our mind to think like Jesus, fill ourselves with a word, fill ourselves with worship, you know, prayer, center ourselves and focus on him and renew our mind according to the word of God, right? Those are words that Paul wrote, that the washing of the water of the word would renew our mind. Right. And, you know, that scripture that you referenced um, there in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5, verse 6 through 8, you know, it says that to be absent from the body is to be at home with the Lord. Yeah. So it speaks of the fact that when you move from death, you're moving to eternity. Right. And it's a pretty quick transition, probably the blink of an eye, I would think. Yes, you know, it is. It's just like you were here and then you're there. You know, I think about even the stoning of Stephen in Acts chapter 7. You know, the Bible was speaking about, you know, they were going to stone Stephen. And then he just uh, spoke to the Lord, you know, receive my spirit. Um, it says in verse 60, then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he said this, he fell asleep, which means he died. You right. know. And to fall asleep, I look this up, it literally means in the Greek to die. Yes. And it means to actually even recline, which is kind of interesting because those who are believers, we're just waiting. Now, when I say that, I'm talking about the state of the body because the body is actually going to be resurrected and it will be our glorified body. It'll be the body that we will live through eternity with this body. 
but the spirit will have gone on. And I've always been taught, Vanessa, that the soulish realm and the spirit are two completely different things. So it's the spirit that will leave the body. Have you ever been, this You know, may not bless everyone here, but peace be with you before I say this. Right, hang in there, everybody. Hang in there, we'll get to the other side. But have you ever been in the room with someone who passed away? Yes, just recently I was in a room with a friend who'd passed away. Did you notice, I, I have noticed that when that happens, you can definitely tell there is that that is just a body laying there. You feel it like all true. the life is gone. The spirit of the man or the woman is gone. It's interesting because even the body no longer even looks com- quite like the friend that you knew when they were alive. That is the truth. It looks like a shell. Like a, just a whole different kind of yes person. Yes. So. Yes. That is the truth. All the animation, all it was the spirit that brought the life to the body. Agree. Yeah. And so like, like Vanessa said, to be absent from the body is to be in the presence of the Lord. And, and so can you look up also first Thessalonians 413? Well, actually, let me read it. I do have it right here in front of me. I did pull it. I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning these things who have fought these who have or those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. And and it says there that Paul wasn't really talking about falling asleep like we fall asleep at night. He is describing the death of Christians and so, and so when they die, but that body really just goes to sleep because it's going to be resurrected. It'll be resurrected at the, at the rapture, but their soul will be with the Lord in heaven. That's why the, the Bible talks about how we're going to have a big celebration in heaven. It's called the Lamb's, uh, the Lamb's, the supper, the celebration of the Lamb, the the big celebration. The marriage supper of the Lamb. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. See why it's always better to have two better than together, one. right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, we're going to be there with him in spirit. God is spirit. We are spirit. We'll be there with him in spirit and we'll be celebrating together while the latter part of the tribulation is unfolding on earth. Mm, I'm just glad to know that I will not have to be there when all that craziness is going on. So I hope that answers the question there, Susie and Kay, that the body will resurrect at the time of the rapture. And the coolest thing for me, a lot of people think that you should never get cremated, but man, you would have to apologize to a lot of people throughout history, a lot of Christians who've who've been mauled to death by uh, animals, they've drowned in the ocean, they've, you know, been burned up in all kinds of different ways, and and so throughout history, Christians have... Nuclear have, explosion. Have not, I mean, just yeah, all gone. of it, just gone. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, just gone. And so, you know, God knows how yes. to resurrect, whether it's ashes or pieces or whatever. God will bring all of that together. You know, can you imagine what that's going to look like? Mm. Vanessa? I do think about it a lot. What is that day going to look like? I mean, he created the DNA, so he doesn't need very much to resurrect us, folks. Yeah, he doesn't. 
He really doesn't. And it's going to happen in a split second. Yeah. He called you by name. I think he knows how to put you back together again. Oh, he does. (laughs) He absolutely does. So, you know... We need to learn what the Word says, but if you have questions, ask questions. That's the only way you're going to learn. We're going to continue this on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Bella Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. My name is Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at LoriClifton.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek. Creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. You're listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're so glad you're tuning in today. We are continuing on with our listener questions. Let me tell you something. I love it when people have provocative questions. I really do. Yes, and 
It's so good to question. And we Mm -hmm. were just talking about that during the commercial break. Question everything. It's perfectly fine because you should get the answers that you're seeking. And when you seek these questions out, God is so faithful. Yes. And I love that. And he's so patient with us, even in our time of questioning. And so when something hits your mind and you're like, but ask it. There's no harm in the asking, especially when you realize that he has the answer that you were seeking all along anyway, just like your mom said. It's all in here. It's all in there. And you know, when I started reading it, I got a topical Bible, which had all the topics in it, divorce and matters of marriage and matters of relationship and all of that. And I remember just reading my Bible and, you know, probably every single week, at least once, maybe more, I was like, having a light bulb moment, like, there it is. There's the answer, even on your finances, even on should you co-sign for a loan for somebody. It's all right in the Bible. And it's the wisdom that we need for today. You know, I have sat and talked with people who were questioning, who, you know, their big thing was they thought, you know, like we were saying, you know, that it's not infallible, it's not inerrant that these were just mere men. They believe that. And, and they'll start telling me why and t- giving me scriptures. And, you know, oftentimes they just haven't considered the totality of the message. You know, sometimes we will cherry pick mm, scripture and that's, that's how we get into error. You were also talking about someone that said something to you that they were believing that was in the Bible and it really wasn't. It was just this quippy thing that sometimes believers do. Yes, it's so true. It's so true. And so um, seeking those answers out to find out what is the truth. This is exactly what we're unpacking for you today. So, okay, so Charlana's going to tell you the question and I, I just wish I could see the look on everybody's face when we're trying to to unpack this answer. So go ahead and, <laughs> and, uh, and so we'll go ahead and hit you with the, hit you with the question. Right. And then, and then let's uh, see what the Lord has to say about it. Well, I do want to share a little bit more about the soul and the spirit, but then we do oh, have yes. a, con- a controversial thing. I, you know, Vanessa, for a minute, I thought I'm going to go with what she's saying, but you know, how would I circle back on that? I guess I True. could. Well, but anyway, just, just to tie a bow up on that soul and spirit thing is they are two very different things. The spirit is created in the image of God. The spirit will always be willing to do exactly what the word of God says, to follow Jesus 110%. Your spirit is willing, Jesus said, it's your flesh that is weak and your flesh is always weak because your flesh is at enmity with God. But you have this thing in the center, uh, not the very center, of you, but it's it's with you and it's where all the decisions are made. It's where the emotions toss you to and fro. That is your soulish realm and that is the realm you've got to get control over. Women, if you are emotional, your emotions, like I just said, they'll toss you Mm -hmm. all over the place if you don't get your emotions under control. And then you're thinking, you know, uh, Joyce Meyer wrote a book. It was a bestseller, probably still a bestseller today, The Battlefield of the mind. What you think as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What you think is 
it will actually cause you to go against the spirit. It will take over and go against. So you have to sow to the spirit. Whatsoever we sow to, we're going to reap. So you have to sow to the spirit in order for your spirit to be strong. And you do that by reading the word, by prayer, by worship, by focusing on God, by training your mind to think the things that Jesus would. So, you know, and your will you know, is always going to line up with whichever one is the strongest, right? Oh, yes. If your flesh is really strong, if you've been so into the flesh, you're going to reap what? From the flesh. You're going to actually, it says you're going to reap death oh, in well. the scripture. And and so, but that's true. What yeah. you said, I mean, but this gets serious if we don't get our flesh under control. And so, so anyway, just that's the difference between the soul and the spirit. And friends, you got to sow to the spirit by doing all the things that build you up on your most holy faith so that you can live this life full on for Jesus. All right, here's the controversial question that that Vanessa was making reference to earlier. This is this came from Gloria Neal. Big shout out. Great questions came in from her today. She said, many believe the King James Version is the only Bible we should read. I use several translations during Bible study. Which ones do you use and or, and or like to study from? Well, Miss Gloria. You done opened up a can of worms right here. So we're going to have a conversation. And what we're going to say, listeners, that we love you very much and love speaks the truth. And so we're going to speak the truth. And it might step on some toes here, but I'm going to ask you to hear Vanessa and I out on this topic. Number one, the first language that God created was Hebrew. And every bit of the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. Some of the New Testament originated in Hebrew. It also originated in Greek. Greek. And it also originated in Aramaic, which I will remind you, Jesus spoke Aramaic. And so you have the amalgamation of those three languages. So why is it that some Christians believe that a translated Bible, not discounting it, thank God for the King James Version, thank God for the English Standard Version, which was really 1599, that was the Bible, it was done in, in the English uh, translation, but, but uh, why do we think that something that was written or translated hundreds of years, more than a millennia of years after the original text is the only one that we can study from. Personally, I'll tell you, Gloria, I read the Hebrew, not fluently, but I study it. (laughs) And I study the Greek. And about three years ago, I started studying the Aramaic. And so I am going back to what I believe is really the original writings of these of these epistles and the words. Now I I actually teach from a Bible that's a New King James version. So, you know, if you look flip through my Bible right now, you'll see all my notes in it and and all of that. So I actually would say to people who are so staunch that they can't read another Bible or use another Bible, get set free because God is bigger than that. 
And it goes down like this. If you are reading something and you don't understand it, wouldn't it be better to read and understand than to decide, I don't understand this, so I'm not going to read it anymore. Right. So for me, I personally like to study out of the new international version, the NIV. I also love uh, love the Amplified Bible for a great study tool. Um, and there's this new translation out called the Passion Translation, which is just so full of just such wonderful words and descriptions that obviously if you're going to look to memorizing scripture and really you know treasuring that one of those new king james version king james version and i living new living translation are all great for actually memorizing scripture but to lock yourself in a box and say only a king james bible is the only way that you should ever read a bible is unfair because God is so much more creative than that anyway. And I hate to say this, please don't ever stop listening to our show because of what I'm about to say right now. Ready? The King James Version wasn't the first translated version. (laughs) So I don't know how we got so hung up that this one was the one, but there was actually one 20 years earlier called Tyndale's New Testament and that was out before the King James Version and if you do a little research on King James all by himself he himself was not a very nice person (laughs) but we're not here to talk about that just to know this keep your mind open and pray here we go when you're not sure what to do ask Jesus right is it wrong Lord for me to read another translation of your word and here's the bottom line Let's just say you believe that you're still correctly accurate and right in every way and we're wrong. It's okay for you to think that way too, because the word of God also says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So if you want to continue in that path, that's fine. But you also should not look down on others who choose other translations to read the word of God. So there you go. You can't get more succinct than that. And really and truly, you're robbing yourself of the riches, the true riches of God's word, because the Hebrew language is so deep and so profound. And this new passion translation that you just mentioned, Vanessa, I'm going to give a little background on that. The theologian that's been working on this for golly, many, many, many years, his name is Brian Simmons, and he is a expert in the Hebrew in the Aramaic, and in the Greek. And so the Passion Translation has all three of those languages folded in. If you read the end notes that go along with what you're reading as you go through the books, he explains this word came out in the Aramaic, or this is Hebrew, and this is what it means. It is so profound itself and deep, and it lends itself towards the passion, which what is the passion of Christ? It's the love that God showed when Jesus died on the cross. And I want to take this one step further, and I don't mean to meddle here, but what about other languages? Mm -hmm. What about the Spanish and the African and the European and the French? Chinese and and, uh, Mandarin, I guess. Hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of languages need the word of God. Obviously, they are not going to be able to read the New King James or the King James Version. Right. So are they wrong? Right. 
for having the Bible translated into their language because several of the words that are in the King James Version cannot be translated into their language. Right. Therefore, there has to be some word changes, some synonyms, you know, some other references so that it translates appropriately into their language. Are they wrong for reading their word of God? So let that matter just settle just a little bit in your heart and just um, grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. You know, I was, this has been just maybe a week and a half ago. I got up in church service to do the, to do the prayer time and and the Lord just quickened in me because so many people, they, they'll go to a church and they're singing hymns and they're like, I don't like hymns. And then other people will go to other churches and they're singing current contemporary music. I don't like the contemporary music. So everybody is like, you know, nanny, nanny, I don't like this, whatever, instead mm. of finding the presence and power of God in everything. And so I don't even know. It was a Holy Ghost moment. I got up and I just felt like the Lord was saying, listen, let's, let's think about what things are going to sound like in heaven. Mm. You're going to have the old ancient styles of languages and and worship are going to be there. God is God is not locked into any one thing. He created it all. He's the one that gave the languages to begin with when he scattered them at the Tower of Babel. Come, Come on. on now. Come on, preach. Yes. They all had one language there, but God confused them because they got too big for their britches, if I can just summarize it like that. And he said, yeah, we're not going to do this. And so he scattered them with new languages so they could not come back together and do what they had done there in that moment of history. So, you know, I told the church, I said, some of the most beautiful worship music I've ever heard has been in the middle of nowhere in Africa where the only musical instruments they had were sticks. And let me tell you, when they beat those sticks together, it was the most beautiful thing I had ever heard and how we need to find God in everything. Yes, that's so good. I can remember real quick, I was on a missions trip to Guatemala Mm. for the very first time I'd ever been on out of the country. And um, I heard the Guatemalans just praising God in their language and God shook me to the core that day Mm. because I had my own predisposed notion of what heaven was going to be like and he ruined me that day (laughs) because I learned for the very first time heaven will not be at all what I expected that it would be so heaven is going to mess a lot of us up but I'm convinced when we walk through those gates the glory of God is I mean I just see myself falling to my knees immediately Immediately yes. and just like, woo, Lord, bring it on. It's going to be awesome. Friends, stay tuned. We're going to continue the conversation. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936 931 7770. That's 936 931 7770. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, 
Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek. Creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Feel the joy. 104.3 Joy FM. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dodson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back, everyone. We're glad you're tuning in today. We're continuing on with listener questions. You know, before we get into the next topic, I want to mention that, you know, if you're just tuning in and you missed the first part of the program, don't worry about it. You can always catch the podcast. It will drop tomorrow and you can locate it at 1043joyfm.com backslash unshakable. And if you want to communicate with us, but you can't text in, you can send us a letter, address it to unshakable PO box 387 Crockett, Texas 75835. We love to hear from you. And when you do text in or send us a letter, we try to get back to every single person with a personal note of thank you. We so appreciate you listening and we love hearing from you. That's why we've really loved doing these past three episodes here, these three programs all based on listener questions. So today we're going to answer this this question. It kind of came in 
in two different ways from a couple of people. The first one said to me, she said, you know, my sister and I, we've been talking and we've just been talking about everything that's going on in our nation, all of the unrest, the chaos, the rise in murder rates, the violence, the, you know, defund the police, all of the post-COVID things that are going on, the educational system with the kids, they're in, they're out, they've missed so much, you know, things have happened over this past year that have had a profound effect on our nation. Of course, you know, our government is just a big old fat mess. And, and so, you know, she said, they've been talking about this and they've been like, you know, is God in all of this? Where can we see God in the midst of all of what seems like great darkness and chaos and just unrest everywhere? And then another listener wrote this and she said, do you think that we are on the verge of a third great awakening? If so, what is currently happening to make you think that? Well, I'll just answer that really quickly and we'll get into the rest of it. But I'm going to say, yes, I do believe we're on the verge of a third great awakening. And what does that mean for those of you that have never heard that terminology? That means there's going to be revival in the land that the spirit of the Lord is going to be poured out upon all flesh. There is a unfulfilled prophecy that comes out of the book of Joel that says in the last days, God is going to pour his spirit out on all flesh. It goes on in that second chapter of Joel to say that every person will see him and know that he is who he is, and yet some will still turn away. I know that hasn't been fulfilled yet, and so I believe that the darker that things get, and, and you know, we look at this, we look at the world in the context of our own nation, but and I could say in other seasons of my life, you know, maybe 10, 20 years ago, that not every nation was in an upheaval. But we can say because of the pandemic, we don't just, we can say, we can see because of the pandemic that every nation around the world has been affected by that. And, and, you know, nations locked down. I just heard that Japan was going into an emergency lockdown because they've had a really serious escalation again of, of, uh, of the COVID-19. And, and so, you know, there's a lot going on around the world. Everyone is being affected by that. And I believe even last year, as we were going into the lockdown, it was so interesting. So many things were happening over the Passover season and over Easter that, you know, I thought, my goodness, God is really going to show himself here in the midst of all this, because we're getting shaken. Everything that could be shook has been shaken. Mm-hmm. Right, Vanessa? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're talking about all across the world. Yeah. Affected by the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, I was often this question about the pandemic. You know, I've learned so much that even through suffering, um, it's really opened our eyes towards more compassion for one another. And mm-hmm. there's just, I just believe even in the midst of the worst day of our lives, that God does not waste pain. I've said right. that before, and I will stand by that today, that mm-hmm. he has a purpose. Even though we don't always get to understand it, we have to trust that he is good 
and that he loves us and and he's watching out for everything that he does is is got a greater purpose for it. Right. And you know there's a scripture in in the Old Testament that says that that everything that can be shaken will be shaken and what will be left standing is what is of God. And so, you know, it really is a time of testing. That's why when we went into the pandemic and so many in the body of Christ, I felt like just went over the edge with fear, anxiety, and worry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I thought, wait a minute. Now just wait here a minute. And I was really talking to myself, not to everybody else, but it resonated with a lot of people when when I said it on a video. You know, wait just a minute here. There's a great commission that we've been given. Even still. And the first thing is to lay the hands on the sick and they will recover. Why are we running and hiding because of a virus? Now, I do realize a lot of people died from this virus, and I'm not making light of that, but come on, church. Come on, Christian. Are you going to are you going to cower back and shrink back or are you going to say no it's my time it's our time in this moment to let Christ shine through us and to go and do the great commission Oh absolutely this is a time for prayer to be risen above all things a time to get alone with the father a time to conglomerate just to con- get with your fellow brothers and sisters and just join. And God said we're two or three agree is touching anything. He would be there in the midst of it. So this should serve to increase our faith and, and belief for these miracles too. So I don't disagree with that one bit. And here's another thing too, that here's why I think we can see God in the midst of everything that is happening over in the book of Isaiah chapter 60. The word says that gross darkness uh, well, darkness is going to cover the earth and gross darkness, the people, but he goes on to say, but let me, let me just get on over there really quickly and I'll read it to you instead of trying to paraphrase it here. It's one of my favorite parts of the Bible. I got it. See that Vanessa? It looks see good. all that? I see yeah, it. It's got many multiple colors even on it, but it says arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people but the lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you and the gentiles which really means the unbelievers the gentiles uh, will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising so remember what jesus said listen don't hide your light under a bushel right This is no time to be hiding. This is no time to be drawing back. But it is a time to pray for sure, like like Vanessa said, but it's time for us to be seen. It's time for us to be known. And uh, John wrote in, I believe it was 13 and 35, 34, 35, he said that by this, the whole world would know that we are his because of our love for one another. And so we've got to be demonstrating, we've got to be showing, we've got to be, be occupying, you know, Jesus said, occupy until I come, which means to do business. And for those of you who have lost someone to this pandemic or to any sickness or disease, you know, our hearts and prayers are certainly with you and we are certainly compassionate for, for what you're going through. And when I take a pause to think about why does the Lord allow 
such terrible things to happen to even good people or just in an in a crisis like a pandemic one thing i know for sure the lord is the restorer of all lost things um one of the reasons perhaps like as far as a pandemic goes one of the reasons he may allow a pandemic to take place is because um he can still bring good from it and i know that for those of you who are in the process of grieving you may not be able to receive that right now and that's okay too that god's going to do something good in the midst of your pain but I'm here to tell you that he absolutely is going to. And you may not see it today, or maybe you won't even see it tomorrow. But my dear friends, you will see it, and it will become clear as to why we walked through what we've walked through together. And here's the thing. He's the God of peace, and he's the God of comfort. He's near to the brokenhearted. And just call upon his name. He wraps himself around you like a blanket of peace and love. And so call upon his name. I lost family members. So I sit here as one who was affected in a very serious way by this. Absolutely. Uh, So it's real. I'm not making light of it, but we have to look, we have to lift up our eyes. I want to talk about the chaos. I want to talk about the confusion, the uh, violence that is escalating in our nation right now about, you know, the the controversies that are going on regarding what children are going to learn in school and all of those things. This is how the enemy works. The enemy works in times of uncertainty to bring division and strife and contention. So any public official, any person in authority, any person, person in leadership that condones this kind of behavior, you know, like defunding the police, the police, I'll remind you, are, are peacemakers. I, I w- wish I had brought a, 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 a coffee mug that my husband has. Somebody gave it to him. It has the seal of the Crockett or the Houston County Sheriff on it. And on his seal, we have a new sheriff in office, and he evidently they do their own seals like the presidents do, or they have their own markings. On it, it says a scripture out of Matthew, blessed are the peacemakers. James wrote that those who who are peacemakers are going to reap a harvest of righteousness. Blessed are the peacemakers. And and so, you know, what we see happening in our our nation right now, for those that ask about that specifically, I'm going to tell you this, that your covering is powerful. Who covers you if they are Christian and pro-godly ways, you're going to have a covering of peace. That's why Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, pray for all men in authority that you may lead a peaceable life and all godliness. And that under that covering, men would come to the knowledge of Christ. Why? Because there's an open door for believers, Christianity, for the church to thrive and grow. But then after that, or maybe after several, you've got another type of leader that comes in. And this applies to every office in the land. I'm not just talking about the highest office, but whoever is in office in any place of authority over you, if they are godly, you will have peace. If they are ungodly, you will have the opposite of that. 
you know, as I'm thinking about um, bad things happening and why does it happen and can God really make anything good come from it? I was reminded of the story of, of Joseph. Yeah. I mean, here's this guy, his brother's are jealous. They mean harm for him. They meant harm for him. Yeah, they did. <laughs> when they put him in that pit and sold him as a slave. But God, folks, he knew that was going to happen. So even in the midst of being imprisoned and all of these things that happened, Joseph came to rule the Egyptians and save them from starvation during that seven years of famine, right? Right. And so, and he even said this to his brothers when he later forgave them in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, when he said, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good. Yeah. So to save many people. Mm -hmm. So if what God is allowing to happen is going to save many people, then it was still for good. Well, and God's at work in all of it. He's not, he's not condoning it. Certainly he doesn't condone it. No more than he condoned his brothers throwing him into a pit as a slave. But later on, when Joseph thought to kill them, when they, he first realized who they were, he took a moment, you know, and God showed him what he wanted them to do. You know, I I have a friend, I don't think she's going to listen, but if she does, I love you dearly. But she told me there's been schism in their family, brokenness, horrible for years and years and years. And there was an opportunity for restoration. And her first response was exactly like Joseph's first response. And I said, sister, you're the olive branch. Be the olive branch in this situation. That's what we need to be in our nation right now. The olive branch that brings peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than The Barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek. Creating endearing experiences you will choose cherish for decades to come. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. 
Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. Vanessa, I tell you, it, it, it just always goes quick. Where does the time go? Right, right. Here we are at the end of this. We were just talking in the break that that last conversation about you know, what happens when when terrible things happen to really good people who are like, I've done everything the word tells me to do. I've, you know, they might say I've paid my tithes. I'm faithful going to church and look at what's happened to me. You know, we could do a whole program on that. Definitely. But, you know, I was thinking that we always need to remember that we're still living in a fallen world. This world is not perfect. And so what's going on around us Oftentimes, we get caught up in things that aren't even our own, of our own doing or our own making. And, you know, perhaps we will do a whole program on that in the near future would be a great program to do. But I I want you to know, if that's you today, that, you know, just, just even if it's at the tip of your fingers, don't give up on God. Hang on. Because God is faithful. And I'm reminded of something King David said. He said, in all my years... I have never seen the righteous forsaken, mm. nor their seed begging for bread. If you're still in the midst of something, I, I like to remind myself when I am, I like to tell myself God's not finished, Charlena. And what I have, I have experienced, Vanessa, perhaps you have too, that it seems as though it's always late in the midnight hour when God turns it around. Yes, and when he turns it around, he reveals so many things about his character and his nature that he can be trusted and that he does love us. And he is in the testing of our faith. Um, we grow in our love. Our faith is stronger. We just know who we serve when we come through that, even in that midnight hour, he's never let us down. Yeah. In fact, the word says that our patience is being tried. But when we let patience have its perfect work, then we will be complete, lacking nothing. nothing. But friend, it's not easy. 
It's not easy, and we realize it's not easy. But I, I agree with Vanessa. When when God does move in and he, he heals and rectifies, restores whatever's necessary to take place, it's magnificent. Amen. And I've never lost one thing. I can say that God has always restored to us more than we had at the moment we went through the fire. Mm, that's good. No matter what it was. Well, friends, we love you so much. And we thank you for tuning in today. Like I said, if you're just joining in, the podcast will drop tomorrow. And you can listen to that anytime. Find those at 1043joyfm.com backslash unshakable. We count it an honor to be with you every single week. Let us hear from you, whether it's by mail or text. We love you. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. You've been listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. Unshakable is a ministry of Speak Truth Media. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can mail your gifts to Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas, 75835. That's Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas, 75835. Until next time, remember to stay strong in the Lord so that you too can be unshakable.